0: Welcome back to the BME grad podcast. I'm Allie. I'm Brian. And this week's guest is Natsuyo Honeycutt. Natsuyo is a senior validation engineer at Barry Miller Design Group, where she's worked for over three years since graduating from the joint department of biomedical engineering at UNC and NC state in 2019. In her time at Barryway Miller Design Group, Natsuyo is an engineering consulting for pharmaceutical and biotech companies. And she's here to provide insight about what that means in terms of projects, travel and career development. Please enjoy Natsuya Honey
1: Hey Natsio. thanks for joining today. Uh, your uh, guest, I've been looking forward to having on here for a while now. Uh, we go way back in college. Uh, probably yes, we do. actually, I uh, I remember telling you like uh, what was it, Chem 101 in uh, Dr. Fiducia's class? Like uh, we we were in the same oh class. Oh my gosh, year.
2: that's right.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So I uh, forget
2: that. That's technically where we met, but you that, didn't that say hi until met. like halfway through the year.
1: So uh, that is where we met, we got into BME uh, and we've been through that journey together. So uh, welcome, I'm looking forward to having you here uh, and talking through our topics.
2: Yeah, I'm excited.
1: So Natsio is a NC State alum with me in the Joint Department of Biomedical Engineering uh, from UNC and NC State. Uh, Can you please tell us uh, what you're doing now, what you've been up to since uh, you graduated?
2: Yeah, so I am a senior validation engineer with Barry Waymiller Design Group. Um, I think you guys had maybe one or two other guests actually from from the same company, which is pretty cool. So I've been with them for maybe three and a half years, and that's including actually the internship that I did in the beginning with them. And then from that internship post-graduation, it kind of turned into a full-time job. So uh, I have been... Right now, at least where I am, I'm in my hotel room up in Massachusetts. I was sent up. I am part of the Raleigh branch of design group. However, they've recently sent me up to a project up in, um, technically the, the Boston branch, I'm a little outside Mm -hmm. the city. So I have been traveling for maybe six months now.
1: Yeah, living, living in a hotel room for six months,
2: right? Mm-hmm. It's actually really not so bad. It's about half and half. I get some people who are like, wow, that must be awful. You have to live out of a suitcase. And then half of the other people are like, Oh my god, people make your bed for you every day, right? Like, that must be fantastic. So it's not so bad.
1: You were telling me like something something elite class now.
2: <laughs> yes, I am now a titanium elite on my Marriott Bonvoy uh, membership. And I am, yeah pretty pretty uh I have a lot of points racked up now so it's pretty nice
1: yeah it's just super fun. yeah um I know traveling well that's one of the topics we'll get into later but uh yeah you've been doing a lot of traveling there uh so that's that's very exciting Mm
0: -hmm. on a higher level could you talk a bit about like what your role is like in terms of like how it's project based and what types of work you do so I'll say first take it all with a grain of salt, right? Because as I said, my position
2: is technically senior validation engineer, right? Even when it was a, just a validation engineer, i still uh, kind of like to say that it's, you know, I do whatever's kind of needed at that time. And I will say the title only can say so much, especially within consulting, because sometimes it really is bringing whatever your client needs at that time for that project. Um, I'll start out by saying validation is not something that I did until this year. Not truly. The nitty grit of validation is, you know, qualifying equipment facility, something of the sort, making sure it works, right? Testing it over and over to make sure that it has the proper functionality. Um, But even though I had that title, that isn't actually what I did for the first couple of years of my work. I'd say what I was doing was more you know, process engineering work, production engineering work, a little bit of project engineering work. It really depended on whatever my role needed to be at that time. Um, So I will say over the first couple years, I got to see a little bit of, you know, sitting with a piece of equipment, optimizing it, playing with it, making it work. I got to use softwares which helped, you know, automate processes. Um, I got to speak with vendors in order to Um, work out the kinks of construction work and and you know getting the resources that we need just various different kinds of work um, all the way up to even a little bit of training and documentation i kind of dabbled in a lot of it Um, and that's also because i was i just so happened to be on a project that had a lot of different needs Um, and if if you're a consultant who can fill a lot of needs then often that opportunity is presented to you so i will say as I said, right now, I am doing validation. And that's part of why I came up and I can talk on that a little more with, with the traveling conversation. But um right now, I am actually seeing um, all kinds of systems from, you know, facilities and gas systems to HVAC to process equipment to lab equipment. I've kind of touched all in the last six months and done the the validation tests of okay, these are all the tests that we need to do in order to figure out the functionality of whatever the system is, and then going out and executing that. So that's a little bit of what I've done and what I'm doing.
0: And this is all for like pharma biotech companies. Does this extend outside of that realm?
2: Yes, I should specify. So design group as a whole is not tied to the health sciences. um, But the Raleigh branch, for the most part, we are I mean, as you know, RTP and surrounding areas are huge in the biotech and pharmaceutical industry. So that's primarily um, the sector that I have worked in.
0: And I'm sure there's some like niche things to that sector that don't really apply to like other general manufacturing facilities. What are some of those examples?
2: I mean, for one, I will say that the, the regulatory compliance aspect of the health sciences industry is, I mean, it has to be so much more strict and so much more heavily regulated than a lot of other industries. Because again, we're, we're talking about medicines, we're talking about vaccines, things that can mean life and death, whether or not that product is of high quality or not. Um, and I, I got to see a little bit of that regulatory side too at, at Pfizer, even just the documentation that's involved. And it has to be heavy, it has to be detailed.
1: So it's interesting, like she mentioned biopharma but it's also like just equipment in general as well like it really um like you don't really do much with assembly it's really all equipment it's all uh machinery um
2: so it it definitely depends on on who you are and what site you're on a lot of our project engineers actually do work more in packaging um mm. and and those kinds of things i guess for me specifically it's more process manufacturing. At least the projects that I've been on, they've always been um, process development, right? New facilities. And so they're not in production yet. So it's really not just the, you know, problem solving of things that are going wrong on the line. Sometimes it's really, this is totally new equipment or, you know, maybe the product's changing a little bit. How can we make that work? How can we develop that process um, to function?
0: and Mm -hmm. i won't
2: say that's what it always is but that's the thing with consulting you are often on those projects which are you know new and fresh processes or or facilities because again that's when you need the most resources and and you reach out to consulting companies but we do dabble a little bit in other aspects of engineering at health sciences um, sites cool
1: so the takeaway here sounds like very interdisciplinary very uh do what's needed like you were saying right right? like uh like your the title is validation engineer but that's just how design group is set up but really they're sending an engineer someone who's uh, someone who's out of college really for your first years but like they trust you to um to do a good job and then they they'll just place you where there's a need
2: right and and i will say design group does provide training uh, especially because in in recent years there have been a good amount of entry level engineers that they've accepted into the firm and so of course you've got to have some training and actually you know what some companies don't do that some companies will just throw you to the wolves hope you do well um luckily i got a little bit of training though otherwise i could have been scared out of the whole industry
1: um so i think earlier on um kind of The first couple of months after graduating we were sharing like uh post-grad stories and we were just talking within our friend groups uh you mentioned that you were at a company like your customer basically right for through design group Uh, can you tell me a little bit about about there Uh, maybe um what you did and what you were part of
2: right so you said a few months after graduation so that would be when i was at pfizer and that was when back when i was still in north carolina i was still just a validation engineer at the time um, and that client site, actually, I was at for oof, maybe two, two and a half, maybe three years actually, because that's mm-hmm. also where I started my internship. Mm-hmm. I was doing an hour long commute both ways. I will say I was going to our farthest client um, in the region. And I was put on a modernization project. So mm. essentially, in consulting, you know, a lot of the time, you're at the start of you know the new facility or the new projects because that's when you need the most resources right so you bring in consultants and so because of that i got to see this this facility which you know it was a pfizer facility it had been there for you know maybe 50 some years or something it was it had a lot of history behind it it had been in production for a long time before that but this new modernization facility Was supposed to automate and modernize all of their old processes because you know in this industry you always have to keep up with the times even though that can be really hard because everything's going to be really heavily regulated obviously because you want to keep you know you want to keep patients safe keep the products you know yeah of the highest quality and you want to keep um keep the integrity of the business so so i got to see facilities built from the ground up in the construction phases i got to see them bring in new equipment when it you know still didn't work it was just getting installed we had to qualify it we had to you know optimize these processes and i i saw us go through going into clean spaces right it i saw it back when it was dusty and then i saw it when everyone was gowned in and their scrubs and their hair hairnets So it was pretty cool. You know, even though that project was, I I will say it was kind of abnormal in that it was longer than most projects that you'll see when you're consulting. Um, but because I got to be there for a good amount of time, I really got to see each phase of this huge, huge project that they had at the Pfizer site. So it was pretty cool.
0: Gotcha. Uh, tell me about traveling for work. Like what's that been like, how do you feel about it is. Are there benefits and, or do you hate it? What do you think?
2: (laughs) So yeah, there's, there are definitely benefits. I will say when it was first proposed to me that there was a project, um, in another state that I could travel to that my company was willing to send me to, uh, it was a little bit of a shock. Obviously that's a big decision to make, especially if you're like me and you've never actually moved out of state. Um, at least not for, you know, longer than a vacation. Right. So I will say though that. I had made clear, you know, communicating with my manager that uh, there were certain skills that I wanted to obtain in order to advance my career, and that included, you know, doing some validation, maybe having some experience with a biotech company, um, a few other things, and he listened and he said, you know what, there's actually a project with another branch uh, that you might be interested in. And, and I will also put in a side note that I know this is something that um, my manager was really doing for me, because by going to another branch of the firm, in a way, it doesn't benefit him as much, right? It's not in his backyard, but he knew that this was a project that had, you know, the qualities that I was looking for, and therefore he proposed it. Um, and maybe he regretted it a little later when he got scared that they weren't going <laughs> to hand me back, but... It worked out so
1: too good of a job.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I was told that I would be here for maybe two, three months. Um, I came up in the dead of winter. So if any of you have been in Boston area or, or just the Northeast in the winter, you know that it's, it's icy, it's slushy, it's really cold. There's nothing compared to anything I had experienced in North Carolina. Uh, and that in of, in and of itself was pretty cool. So I came up and it's ended up being More like six months. And I will say that that was, you know, that's something that can happen sometimes, right? If a project needs you a little longer, it takes a little longer to close out. You always have to be flexible and adaptable to whatever that project might become. Um, But I will also say it was of my own volition as well. Every time a manager, you know, checked in with me, um, which I really appreciate, I said, you know what? I'm okay. I could do a little more time here. I'm still attaining the, the techniques and the the skills that i require so you know i'd like to extend um so so it's been really good for me and it has kind of put me in that place where i wanted to be in my career i got to have you know this this good in-depth experience with validation um, and i will also say it was just a really great way to network and that's not something that i was expecting quite as much when i when i first decided to come up Um, It's not even just networking with other clients and other sites, which obviously you do a lot of when you're in consulting, Um, but it was even just networking within my own company, right? Going to another branch because within a company which has several branches, you'll find they never all operate the same. They'll have Mm -hmm. different cultures, different ways of working. Um, You know, back when I worked in Raleigh, I found that a lot of my work was very autonomous and I had my niche role at my projects. When I came up here, I was placed on a team team with a common goal and that was really something to wrap my head around and it ended up being a really awesome experience right um and it's you know if I ever wanted to come back I'm sure they would take me back with open arms so in that way it's, it's always good to connect with more people whenever you get those opportunities um and it also kind of shows your company that you're adaptable and flexible which was something is something that I've kind of gotten in tidbits from conversations with my manager and also whatever he's heard from you know, the, the partners who are at this branch about me, right? He he knows now that I'm I'm willing to, to make these moves in order to progress my career, progress my, um, my adapt, my skill set within the company. So I think it does have a lot of benefits other than you know just racking up the hotel points. Um, and also it's just fun right being able to travel mm-hmm. a little bit by myself um, I will say it's it's hard to leave now i've fallen in lo- Boston fallen in love with Boston as a city um, and it's going to be weird going back, but of course it's also going to be nice so yeah it's been a great experience.
1: yeah I can uh, uh, I can very uh, relate to that like i've been kind of a nomad in the past past two years, like, you know, going to Wisconsin, coming back, going back to Wisconsin, then going to Michigan. And uh, and even within my, the companies that I've been with, like the multiple branches, like you were saying, like that's, that's so true. Uh, so many different cultures, so many different networks and experiences. So I would also urge like our listeners, like if there's a, a company that you're at and uh, you want to try expanding to like a different site or a different uh, business unit, or even like manufacturing versus R&D, like those are such great experiences to have um, and yeah, and like Boston, Minneapolis, those are uh, those are the two areas that I kind of know of uh, with like huge uh, healthcare companies and then RTP as well as kind of growing into one as well. Um, so it's very exciting that you're able to visit. I, I wish I could have visited you in Boston while you were still there.
0: <laughs> I know. Okay. What have you learned about yourself through all of the traveling, maybe professionally or personally, up to you? I see.
2: Um, I think Especially when you, you know, you do something like traveling independently, especially long term, Um, you learn how much you can do on your own. Um, I think it's always scary leaving a place that that you're comfortable with, a place that you call home. Um, But I think for me, I found that, you know, I really thrive on my own and I can, you know, I can make friends, I can can network, I can do well in, in my job even though i'm in a totally foreign place with totally new surroundings don't know anyone in the beginning right but you can you can be adaptable and i think it was really cool to see that i could do that because of course i had some fear before coming up right but now it's so comfortable even you know flying back to back sometimes as tiring as that gets it's like this is something that i'm able to do and i'm able to to go through the work and and sometimes the the jet lag to do it right even just Yesterday, I woke up at 3.30 a.m. to go to the airport and now I know that I can survive waking up at 3.30 a.m. and be fine and still do a day's work. So, yeah, so I think it was really cool just in in the sense that I learned that I can expand my horizons, right? Um, and I think professionally, it also showed me that I can do, I am willing to do things that are, you know, what I think are outside my comfort zone but be able to make that my comfort zone, right? Make it something that I can thrive in and advance my career as fast as I want to. And I think that's something that you really, you learn quickly when you have, a you know, when you value how you work and how you operate independently on your own, without, you know, seemingly a whole lot of, of um, close contact support, right?
1: Very cool. Yeah. If I if I were to take this a uh, higher level now, so to the to the company that made this possible, right? This this trip and opportunity uh, is uh, an engineering consulting company. Um, can we talk about that and how you feel about that versus like you know in-house uh, engineering? Yeah, tell us a little bit about that.
2: Yeah, so I will. I'll start at the beginning, I guess. Coming out of school, um, and actually maybe I should put in this side note. So, Ryan is the one who introduced me to this company. Um, he said. They seem to do work that I think you would really like, so I was like, okay, you know, I'll check it out. I reached out, ended up with an internship, loved it, and and stayed with them. Right, but I will say that's one of the big decisions coming out of school is at least you know as a biomedical grad, um, would I go into a consulting role or would I go into an in house role, an in house kind of being you know on that client side in the company. So. I think for me, there were a lot of benefits going into consulting. I think one of the, you know, first basic things that I was told was that it's a great way to get a lot of experience and gain a lot of skills in a really short amount of time. And there's a lot of truth to that. Um, even though I was, you know, obviously at my first site for a fairly long amount of time, a couple of years, most projects are not that long. And you really do see a lot of different projects, a lot of different sites, um, a lot of different teams in really short amounts of time so that's why you know you can really progress you yourself professionally especially as someone who's coming out of college right experience is exactly what you need networking is exactly what you need being on all those teams right you're going to be able to meet so so many people and i think that was the biggest thing for me being able to just connect with huge amounts of people um, as a consultant Um, i think for me, consulting is also—it's interesting, as uh, it, it's an interesting mindset change, right? Because for a consulting company, you're kind of—I don't want to say this crudely—it's not meant in a bad way—but it's kind of like you're the product in a little bit of a way for your company, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because, right? Because you're you're sent out to the client, um, and and it's your hours that are built, right? Realistically, <laughs> um, and that's very different from being on the client side, where the goal is more so, you know, that company's product or processes, their services, whatever it is that that company produces, that's the the main goal, right? That's what's building that business. Um, but for consulting, it's you, right? So, so there are definitely a lot of people who think that, you know. They consult for a couple years and then maybe they don't even need the consulting company right they can open up their own llc and kind of do their own thing right because they can provide their own engineering services um and and that works for some people but i will say for me the benefits not just in consulting but being in a consulting firm like design group is that you do have a lot of backing from your company it's not that they just let you go and make you do the work right they also help you find the work that you want to do and they also will move you more towards um they'll, they'll help advance your career more than you could on your own right so if you ever hope to go towards management right there's a specific career path that your manager can help you, walk you through in order to get there um and actually on that note there that is another distinction that I'd like to make between consulting and in-house positions um in that you know, the career paths are going to look really different. And that's a decision that a lot of people have to make for themselves. Um, And obviously, you know, everyone has time to do that. Everyone has time to figure that out. And it's, I think consulting is a really good way to, you know, start looking at that and start thinking about a position that maybe you hadn't heard a lot of in-depth discussion about in college, right? It's not like they come up to you and they say, you know, this is what consultants do. So I think it's, It was just a really great experience being able to learn how this kind of firm operates.
0: Yeah, so like if you could briefly, like how do you think the career path in consulting differs from like a career path in-house? Let's say it's somewhere in the manufacturing space of like pharmaceuticals or or biotech.
2: Yeah, so I think um, the career paths, well, I mean, it, it really depends on what exactly you wanna do, right? Where exactly you start. Um, I will say, for me, the way that I think of if I had started in an in-house position, right and built up from there, I you know, likely would have moved from engineering to senior engineer, right just as I would have in my firm. Um, but from there, you know, I'm probably sticking in whatever department I started in, right or or if I wanted to move within departments, right? That's a whole nother conversation on how exactly you do that, right because when you have a role, in your in-house position, that is your role. Whereas when you have a role in consulting, it's your job to do the most that you can, to increase your scope all the time, to have every single role. So I think in an in-house position, if you wanted to move towards management, for example, maybe you start in engineering, you wanna become manager in engineering, director of engineering, something of the sort, right? Um, And you would probably lead over a team within your department. Um, In consulting, the point of the business is to build business, right, with more clients. So oftentimes the career path there looks more like you move from engineering into more of a client relationship role where you're starting to actually build business yourself, building contracts, you know, networking with companies in order to um, build the business's network rather than just your own. Um, and you know even even with that said, consulting can still lead you towards roles such as you know directing director of engineering, manager of engineering, manager of validation. those are still roles, but they do look different in that you know it's not pertaining to one product. it's not pertaining to one site, right? It's not pertaining to one you know team within a department it's it might be more varied. you might you know oversee direct reports who are all on various different projects and maybe you need to be adaptable and and being able to um sufficiently guide them all in their very distinct roles. So there, there's just a little more variation in it. Um and I think the the client relationship building is is really going to be the biggest distinction in that yeah, I mean your your role becomes building business for your firm. So
1: so what do you think? Uh, what do you think is in your next five to seven years? Uh, do you think you'll stay technical? Or do you think you'll kind of follow the, the example that you kind of laid out here?
2: Yeah, and and you know what, you're saying that, and that reminds me, I, I should have mentioned also, going technical is also something that you can do. And I think that's for in house or for consulting, mm-hmm. uh, you can always become kind of a technical expert, right. Uh, but I think for me, I, I have a lot more interest in management and kind of as I was laying out before management for consulting and management for in-house positions can look very different. So, you know, since it's five to seven years, I still have some time to figure that out. Mm -hmm. Um, But I definitely would like to end up in a spot where I can, you know, manage a team and and help. Yeah, help uh, other engineers kind of grow. So I, I think I would also like to keep it Technical enough in that you know I'm I'm not fully focused on just building business and client relations. I think I'd like to be in a spot where I am the technical expert for you know whatever it is that I am I'm a part of. So I don't know, and that that's a lot of people actually within my firm. They kind of juggle with this idea of can I remain technical if I you know become a project manager and I, I start managing contracts and whatnot. So. That is i mean what i'm told is that's something that's still very doable And, um, but yeah i have time to figure that out luckily for sure,
1: for sure. and wherever that's headed uh, i'm sure you'll get there from the years that i've yeah. known you uh working you know working at sono and and, <laughs> and <laughs> going through all of these so. classes and i was like wow how is she doing all of this like <laughs> like you definitely have the grit for it so um i know you'll get there Cool. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, It was really good to catch up with you again. Um, Instead of Boston, I'll, I'll come back to NC and then we'll catch up again.
2: You need to visit at some point, but yes, no, it's been a lot of fun. So thanks for having me
0: guys.
1: Cool. Thank you so much.
0: And thanks for listening to the BME Grad Podcast. Make sure you follow us on LinkedIn, subscribe to our YouTube channel, and follow our Instagram page for shorts and updates. In terms of the podcast, please make sure to subscribe or follow and leave a rating or review. The BME Grad Podcast is available wherever you get your podcasts. See you next time.